Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to all of you amazing people who are smart enough to listen to this podcast. Welcome back. This is episode number 84. How in the world are you? I hope you're having an incredible day. I don't ask you that because I guess I know you can't respond. (laughs) So you can always shoot me a direct message and tell me how you're doing. But I hope you're having a great day. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give you two quick updates on two recent things I've talked about on the podcast. First of all, a couple episodes ago, maybe episode 82, 81, 82, something like that, um, I shared with you guys how, uh, sadly, four really amazing people that I love to death um, passed away, and um, how I, I didn't get a chance to talk to one of them the last week he was alive, and it was really sad and really heartbreaking. And man, you guys have just, a lot of you have direct messaged me on Instagram or on Facebook, or you've sent me an email or whatever. Some of you have just said, Hey Corey, I took you up on your challenge. Like I did it. I called, I called my, you know, dad or my mom or whoever, or, you know, some of you said, man, when I hugged my family this morning before leaving to go to work, I just held on a little extra tight and made sure they knew how much I loved them. And guys, oh my gosh, that. Uh, it warms my heart and it makes my day. I'm so happy to hear that. And then some of you were just really sweet and loving and encouraging towards me. You just said, "Hey, Corey, you know, we, I love you, and I want you to know that we're we're uh, praying for you and and the families of the people who lost loved ones." And so, man, guys, that's just that's what it's all about. I mean, I love losing weight and feeling better, but man, life is about loving other people and helping other people become something incredible. So thank you for all of that outpouring of love. That's update number one. Update number two, I asked you guys a few episodes ago, I don't know, maybe 80, I'm losing track here, (laughs) to help me reach a goal. I had a goal to reach 100 reviews of this podcast by the end of 2020. And the reviews have started coming in. I wanted to read a few of those right now to kind of just give you guys a shout out. So here we go. First, um, Mel... Mel215978, that's the username. Mel said, Corey keeps it real. He's a genuine guy. He makes me laugh and cry, but always keeps it real. I love it. Thank you, Mel. And then Cassie B10 said, with all of the podcasts I listen to because I travel for home health therapy, um, so it's a lot of listening. Corey is by far the most genuine advice-giving individual I've listened to and will continue to listen. I relay his advice to some of my patients who need the encouragement, such as treating your quote-unquote ecosystem well. If you've been listening, you know what she's talking about. Uh, Taking the time with recovery and not forcing it, etc. If you are not listening to this podcast, you're missing out. Thank you, Corey, for sharing all aspects of life advice with the benefit of informing the public on correct weight loss. You are welcome, Cassie, and thank you for taking the time to post a review. One more quick one from Onion Queen. Man, you guys have the best username sometimes. Onion Queen said, this is more than weight loss. Corey is so uplifting and positive. He is more than a weight loss coach. He's a life, health, and happiness coach. I listen while I get ready. 
which is a perfect way to start any day. Thanks, Corey. No, cat, uh, Onion Queen. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's so funny. When I was a kid, I hated onions. I couldn't stand the smell or sight of onions, and now I eat them all the time. It's crazy how that changes. We need to do an episode about that sometime, maybe. <laughs> okay, now, what are we going to talk about today? As the title suggested, I'm going to give you a simple way to have more discipline and stick to your goals. It's just a little simple like willpower hack, okay, guys? Super simple, and I guarantee it shoots your discipline through the roof and will allow you to get to your goals that much quicker. So here's the thing. We got to start with a little background story. I know there are international listeners. You guys are amazing. I love you. I hope you can understand my English with a little bit of a Southern accent or maybe a lot of a Southern accent, <laughs> depending on how fast I start talking. But for everyone here in America, you know, we are in the middle of a presidential election. And you probably also know that people feel pretty strongly Oh no, is Corey about to start talking about politics? Well, yes and no. So so here's the thing. We know if, if you live in America, and maybe if you live abroad, if you're international, th this is a very divisive election. People feel um, very, very strongly about one candidate or the other. And the thought of casting a vote for the person they don't like is, oh, people would like... You know, they would rather smash their finger with a hammer or they would rather, you know, eat a roach bug, you know, something. I don't know. That's just something terrible. They would never want to. God, no way I'm casting a vote for that person that I can't stand, that I don't like. I mean, emotions are high with this, guys. Now, here's the thing. Here's what I want you to realize. It is the exact same with you in your life. You have two candidates. You have two candidates in your life. One is the you, the future version of you that you so desperately want. And the other one is the future version of you that you don't want. I like to call this sometimes your default future, which means if you don't change anything in your life, then that's your default. Like your future is going to be like you're continuing on this path. Let's if someone is, you know, has unhealthy habits and they're not making changes with their lifestyle or their activity or their nutrition or they're not consistent with it, then guess what? Newsflash, you're going to wind up at your default future. You're going to wind up being that future version of yourself that you really don't want that much. But then there's also the other candidate in your life. There's that future version of you, which I like to call the dream future. It's like if, if you... You know, if you had a dream come true, that's the future version of you that would happen six months from now, a year from now. That's the future version of you that has the body you want, the health you want, the confidence you want, to feel comfortable in your own skin, to not not avoid taking pictures with your children, to, uh, you know, to not look in the mirror and go, God, who is that looking back at me? I don't even recognize that person. That's the dream future. That's the future version of yourself that you want to become. So you have two candidates in your life. And every day, we, all of us, me, you, everyone, every day we face decisions that will either move us closer to our goals, closer to the body and health that we want, closer to becoming that, that future version of ourselves that, that we so desperately want. And we also face decisions and can make decisions that will move us further away from those things. 
that will move us towards the default future, that will move us towards becoming the future version of ourselves that we don't really want. And in these moments, in these day-to-day moments, think about it, guys, your day is full of hundreds and hundreds of decisions. And a lot of them are surrounding what you eat or whether you exercise or not and all these things that can shape and your, your health and your body and uh, everything that you want for yourself. And so when we face those decisions, we say or we think things like this, oh, I shouldn't be eating this. I really should get up and work out tomorrow morning. Oh, God, no, man, someone brought donuts to work again today. I don't need that temptation. When I walk by Lisa's desk, I know there's going to be donuts sitting there. I know there's going to be a candy bar sitting there. I don't need that temptation. Oh, my gosh, you know, we have dinner out tonight with friends or maybe dinner out with family. God, it's going to be so hard to say no to that whatever. It's going to be so hard to not have two or three glasses of wine. It's going to be so hard to say no to the dessert. It's going to be so hard to not eat the appetizer, the fried mushrooms or whatever. You fill in the blank. Now, see, all of those statements are how we normally think and how we normally approach those situations and those critical decisions in life. I get it. It's just kind of the way our brain works. It makes sense. But here's the thing. They're all focused on the present. They're all focused on what's happening right now and what we'll be missing out on right now. And then we're just going to use sheer, like, I must do what I don't want to do willpower. (laughs) Think about that, guys. That's really what's in our brain. I've got to do what I so don't want to do right now. That's what's bopping around in our brain. And so it's just like sheer willpower, and I'm so focused on this donut that I want to have and I shouldn't have. That's not a good combination, my friends. You are setting yourself up for disappointment. And then, if you do succumb to the temptation, if you don't make the decision that pushes you toward that future you that you want, then the negative self-defeating cycle begins. And then you go to bed thinking, God, I wish I hadn't have eating that donut today, or maybe you've had too much at dinner out with friends, and you're like, ah, oh, I'm so dreading trying to get up and work out tomorrow morning, and then you start beating yourself up. Oh, can I really do I can't keep this up. This is too hard. Why does it have to be so hard? Other people lose weight so much easier than me. It's just not fair. Oh, i got to get myself motivated, and I'll try to start fresh on Monday, <laughs> because that's what we always do, right? So here's the thing. How do we instantly, what's a simple way to bolster and boost your discipline and willpower? Here's what I'm proposing. I'm telling you, it works like magic. Stop thinking of those temptations and those situations in the way that you've always thought of them, the way that you normally think of them, and begin thinking of them as casting a vote. Remember, there are two future versions of you. And with each decision you make every single day, you're either casting a vote for the one you want or the one you desperately do not want. (laughs) So let's think of this with a real election. You either love Donald Trump and couldn't imagine voting for anyone other than him, or you can't stand Donald Trump and you love Joe Biden and you couldn't 
imagine casting a vote for anyone but him. Either way, there's some tremendous like and tremendous dislike in there. It doesn't matter which version and which side of the spectrum you're on. So imagine if you get to that point in your day where you're like, God, somebody brought donuts to work again. And imagine if you thought, you know what? Eating that donut is like casting a vote <laughs> for that person that I can't stand. There's no way I'm eating that donut. Like, imagine that. Think about it. If you can change that narrative in your head, just make that simple change. It's powerful. Guys, it's amazing. Stop thinking of it as being tempted in the moment and trying to use sheer willpower and rephrase it and and reframe it in your mind to, okay, with every decision, I'm casting a vote. And who am I going to cast this vote for? Every decision, every action, guys, you are casting a vote, period. It's true. And I, I, I'm not unique. Like this, I'm not the creator of this sort of mentality. I'm pretty sure uh, the first place I heard it was from a guy named James Clear. He wrote a book called Atomic Habits. And he introduced me to the idea of casting a vote for your future self, you know, whichever one. So if you're interested to go a lot deeper with this, check out James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits. But here's the thing. I don't want to just stop there. Let's take it a little bit deeper than just our decisions, okay? Because, yes, this is absolutely true with our decisions and our actions. We're casting votes. But it's not just your de decisions that determine the future version of you. It's also your thoughts. Oh, my gosh, if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know your thoughts are so powerful. I say it all the time. If you want to change your body, you must first change your brain. Well, guess what your brain's full of? Your thoughts. Now, there's some of you that might be thinking, but Corey, my thoughts just pop in and out of my head. Like, I can't control that. <clears throat> Wrong. That's incorrect, my friend. Even though it may seem that way, it may seem like you don't have control. You do. You have full control over your brain and your thoughts, just like you have full control over your arm. I mean, think about it. Let's imagine someone you didn't like walked in the room and you just jumped up and slapped them in the face. <laughs> and you were like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I, I can't control my arm. <laughs> no, right? That's completely unacceptable. You have total control of your arm and whether or not you slap that person in the face. Well, you also have total control over your brain and the thoughts that are going through your brain. And once you understand this truth, once you embrace it, it may be the most powerful, life-changing thing that you can understand and embrace. You have complete control over your thoughts. I've covered this before in various episodes, but if you want to dig deeper, I highly recommend you check out episode number 29. I talk a little bit about the process there. Grab your pen, write these episodes down if you missed them. Episode number 29, and then I did a th kind of a three-part series, man, that people have written me about and love, episodes number 44, 45, and 46. So episode number 29, 44, 45, 46. Okay, but here's the really short version. The really short version of controlling your thoughts and changing your thoughts consciously and intentionally. See, there is a tiny gap between when something happens and then the emotion that you have. And in that tiny gap is your thought. And you may think you can't choose your thought, but you can't. But you have to step into that tiny gap because you may think, well, Corey, look, I just I have certain thoughts because certain things happen. And then it just makes I mean, who wouldn't be sad if 
They got into an argument with their friend or who wouldn't be sad if they got an email from their boss saying that they needed to do a better job. Okay, I understand. But you get to determine the thought that's in that tiny gap. Something happens in your life, boom, and then we are so conditioned, our brain is so conditioned like a computer, like a supercomputer to act swiftly and quickly that it just throws a thought in there that you have conditioned yourself to think, oh, I got an email from my boss saying he, he or she wasn't happy with this and this and that. So then I'm obviously a terrible employee and I'm probably going to get fired and blah, 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 blah. And you have all these thoughts. And then the rest of your day, you're sad and depressed and, and fearful because you think that you're going to get fired and you're no good at what you do. And if you're no good at what you do, then you can't find another job and blah, 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 blah. And the cycle goes on and on and on. But you can step into that tiny gap and choose a different thought and therefore have a different emotion. Okay, I got an email from my boss saying he or she wasn't happy with this and that. Okay, now I get to choose the thought I have about that. You know what? I'm going to take this as constructive criticism. I know I'm good at what I do, but I'm going to reach back out to them and say, hey, I appreciate that so much. I'm going to work on that. Do you have any tips for me to, to improve that part of what I do? Boom. And then suddenly you feel empowered and your boss is impressed because it's like, whoa, whoa, they didn't shy away from this. They didn't run away. They're open to constructive criticism. This is incredible. And then suddenly you went from being a terrible employee who's going to get fired in your own mind to being an amazing, empowered employee. <laughs> Do you see how this works, guys? It's that way with any situation. Someone honking the horn at you on the road, um, getting into an argument with your friend, having a, you know, a disagreement with your spouse, something happening with your kids at school, whatever. You have the power and ability to step in and change that thought. And when you change that thought, when you choose a different thought, naturally a different emotion comes from it. You go from being discouraged or depressed or fearful to empowered, confident, optimistic, hopeful. Okay, so back to casting votes. So here's the thing. I don't only want you to think of casting votes with your actions, but I also want you to think of doing it with your thoughts because that's ultimately where your actions come from anyway. You have a thought, it leads you to feel a certain way, and that leads you to take a certain action. I assure you, if someone brought donuts to work today and you're feeling discouraged or depressed or sad, you are much more likely to grab the donut and eat it <laughs> than if you're feeling empowered and confident and optimistic. Am I right? Okay, so... <laughs> Let's bring it all together with one simple question here, guys. Who will you elect today? Will you vote for and elect the future version of you that you desperately want to see, that you desperately want to meet? There's a future version of you, a potential future version of yourself that has the body that you want, the health that you want, the energy that you want, the confidence that you want. And every thought you have today and every decision you have today is like casting a vote for that person? Or will you cast more votes for the future version of you that is absolutely not what you want? It's not what you want to eventually be. It might be your default future, where if you make no changes, if life just keeps chugging along, then that's where you'll be. If we tally up all of your thoughts and all of your actions, who will you elect today? And if you embrace that one day at a time, 
Just embrace it today. Just think of this today. Who am I casting a vote for with this decision right now? Who am I casting a vote for with this thought right now? If you just focus on it today, and then when tomorrow comes, you just focus on it tomorrow, you will be amazed how your life can change. Mm. I hope this has been helpful, guys. Look, quick little reminder before I wrap up here of my goal to reach 100 reviews or more by the end of 2020. And the only way that will happen is with your help. Not someone else who's listening. You think, oh, wow, Corey's got a lot of people listening. I don't need to post a review. No, please take a few minutes. Post a quick review. <laughs> I talked about this, like I said earlier, in episode number 81. I explained uh, my goal. And like I said earlier, some reviews have started coming in. And I'm so excited and honored and thrilled by everyone. So if you will, please just take two minutes, maybe 60 seconds, to post a quick review on Apple Podcasts to help me reach that goal of 100 reviews by the end of 2020. Now, let's wrap it up. You know what's coming. Never forget that you are so much more than a number. The scales, oh man, the scales can beat us up. But here's the thing, they rarely tell the truth and they never tell the whole story because there's so much more to you than what you weigh. And losing weight, man, it's awesome and I love it, but it's really all about gaining life and living the life and becoming the future version of yourself that you've always wanted. I know you can do it. I believe in you 100%, and I want you to believe too. And if you keep listening, I just might convince you, and you just might believe that you can do it. Thank you so much for your time today. I hope this was helpful. Much love. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.